When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hashtag no music, no intro. Well, well, well. When I when I asked the football gods that all I wanted this season was for us to see the Saints win in person that Raiders game, bro, they said bet. There you go. <laughs> it it will be done. Monday night football's over. The Saints lose a game to the Ravens where they were never in the game. Not not once were ever into the game. Um and I don't know man, like I I I felt like that that hope was like percolating on the timeline all week, bro. I felt it. Like mm-hmm. I felt it, man. Like and I was just like, y'all like <laughs> man, it got y'all, huh? <laughs> I, I, want, I wanted to save him, Ryan. I wanted to save him. I don't know. If, I don't know. Debit down at the same time. It's like uh, I, I don't know where the bus is going right now. The bus may be off the cliff. I, I, I don't. I don't know, man. But <sighs> we could talk about the game because we need to talk about the game. Offense was dreadful. Um, is a very typical Saints offensive game when they typically play the Ravens and we've talked about, we talked about this in the live stream that there are certain teams, even when Sean Payton was coaching the team, man. So that just had a way of just being able to just bully the saints defensively. And we saw it tonight with the Ravens defense. How, how was Justin Houston? This, this man, Looked like Aaron Donald or looked like Von Miller in his prom. He looked like Justin Houston in his prom, bro. Like, what's going on? I swear he was washed up like five years ago or something. Like, can we <laughs> test him? Can we PED test this motherfucker? Like, what, what the hell? I saw they put up the stats. He said, he said three straight games with two plus sacks, bro. Three what straight the world games. Is going on? He was giving Ram check the work all, all, Everybody. all long. Everyone he lined up to, he gave him that work. They had, you know, they had the lot. They, they they traded for Roquan Smith right before the Saints game, so they had the perfect linebacker that can match up with AK. It was just, it was bad across the board. Um, although I will say, we talked about this again in the live stream. There's just this, I don't like unimagination. There's lack yeah. of creativity going on with the offense. It's like you know you have you, you have a defense that you're going against that's flash that's fast flowing, aggressive, 
At no point was it like some misdirection. At no point was like maybe we could get eighty nine Shahid on like a, yeah. a jet sweep, a, a drag route, something, like, something, <laughs> something cooked up, you know. And there are so many things that happen in this game where it's just like, you know, fucking the the player that the Saints traded up for in the draft can't tackle Lamar. He he fucking grazes them on his helmets, you know, falls off of them. And then, of course, in, in typical Marcus Davenport, in typical two-first fashion, can't finish the game. Can't Don't finish, finish the game. game. And oh. we, didn't, I, we didn't harp about it too much on the preview show because I was, I was preaching about Michael Thomas, but here's the issue with the team, right? The biggest issue with this team is this team does not know how to self-scout itself. <sighs> they, it ha- I mean, it goes back to, even goes back a little bit to the offseason in which they felt, I mean, at the time they felt that they could contend in the NFC, which is funny because like they didn't even think the NFC, like, no one knew the NFC was going to be this shit that, as, as it's been. They thought they could contend with the NFC. You trade a future first round pick. You thought you could do something with Jameis. You had a talented team. And then what happens before the like what happens before the season? Oh, you trade CD Deuce and the players get hurt and just bad coaching. So that in itself was kind of an a misevaluation of where they really were. Right. Which now the Eagles have a top, a top ten pick in the draft next year, thanks to the Saints. But it's also the self-scouting of getting back to the whole two-first thing. You had an opportunity last week to trade Marcus Davenport, to trade him. And I, I'm guess like, I know his trade value wasn't high, but you still had a chance to trade him, get back draft capital. I won't, I won't say you get a second, but maybe you get a third or maybe you get a third this year and a fourth next year or, Maybe someone was desperate enough to give you a second. The, yeah. You know, the, the Rams are, are shit, but, you know, we've seen desperate teams, <clears throat> the Saints, do desperate things. Maybe the Rams would have given you a second. Yeah. And yet, for you to just be like, man, we just beat the Raiders 24-0. We, we, about to, we about to run this shit, be in the playoffs, be the NFC, N- NFC South champions. We keeping all our players. It's just bad self-scouting man it's that's that's that to me is one of the biggest issues the team has yeah and you know it seems like it's been that way for a long time even under Sean Payton um, yes yes like they just never could take advantage of knowing when to because it's weird it's like they'll trade a player like CeeDee Deuce for nothing you know and and actually create a hole on the team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but meanwhile, you have a player like Davenport who won't be here next year. He's been underwhelming. Um, and, you know, you got a chance to clear that money just off the books. You know what I'm saying? I know he's going to carry some dead money, but you get to clear it off the books eventually. And, and get some picks. And get some cap picks that you sorely need because you don't have any. Picks, That's bro. Funny. It's like, what's going on here, bro? It's like, who's running this thing? Who is running it? Like, does 
are they surrounded by yes men? Is anybody saying, like, no, maybe we should do this? Like, can, can, Kai, Kai, can you can you speak up in a meeting, Kai? I, I know on. they probably don't listen to you because you're the you only, you only brother in there. Can you say something? Can you wave a sign? Kai, like, like, Kai, like man, look, I like my job. <laughs> Got my sales spreadsheets, my <laughs> man. Got the the Kelly Rowland on the phone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> got the sidekick. Got got the Excel on it. Just, just match <laughs> Excel sales on there, man. <laughs> man, match them numbers, bro. Um, to me. The, the question of the season, and I said it towards the end of the live stream, the question of the season is the direction of this team going forward ties to what happens with DA or not. Like, to, like the, re- the rest of the, like, I'm, I'm not going to say the rest of the season doesn't matter, but like to me, like the rest of the season really doesn't matter because the biggest fucking question is what do they do with DA after this season? Yeah. Period. Yeah, period, bro. Because it's like okay. Okay, say say they bring him back. Say the Saints That's- finish. Say the Saints finish. You know, say they win six games. Six and, uh, so six and ten. Six and ten. You know, what what are you doing? Like, mm. Tell me the reason you're bringing D.A. back. You can't, you can't hang your hat on defense. You can't say the defense is great. And I, I, I get it, right? Like, oh, there's been injuries, blah, blah. And it's, it's funny. And, I, and that's the, like, it really has been some injuries. Probably. It's been, it's been, it's been a, some whopper of some injuries. Now, yeah. like, we're not even talking about this game that P. Warner gets hurt. Like, yeah. like Marshawn, Marshawn's been hurt. But it kind of goes back to your point, though, of your question of, like, what is really happening? How do you have players that have missed four, five-plus games yeah. and they don't go to IR? Like, like It's been so weird all year. Like, I've never, I'm, I've never seen it, like, where players, like, are practicing, then they're not practicing. Like, they'll be limited in practice, like, Wednesday, and then, you know, do not practice on Thursday. Or, you know, they'll be looking like they're coming back, but then they're not coming back, but then they go to IR. It's like I've never seen it like this year where we really don't have no idea. Like, we don't know what's going on with Marshawn. People are like, oh, he should be back. Marshawn Lattimore could be on IR next week. Like, we don't know. This man might be on a ventilator right now. We don't know, bro. Respirator, bro. Um, It's... We, we, you and I talked about, I mean, you brought up in the Discord about the team needs a top 10 quarterback. And I said, man, give me top 15. Like, top 10 is, that's a high bar. <laughs> that's a high bar to set. So, I'm not, it's hard to find, bro. I remember we had, remember we had this conversation prior to, like, during the offseason before, like, free agency started, I think it was. And it was like, man, like, I was like, would you, would you give up something for Kirk Cousins? Like, I know he's Kirk Cousins. Like, yeah. you and you were like, nah, nah, nah. but I would love Kirk Cousins on this fucking team. Right right now. Now. You hear me? Starving out here, bro. Starving. <laughs> so it just, 
I think that just goes to show when you have very subpar quarterback play, like even like and Kirk, Kirk, the, the the Vikings are like what six and one right now, yeah. like seven and one. They're seven and one right now. Like like Kirk Cousins has something to to do with that. And yeah. to your point, though, I really feel that the two things that need to be solved. And I know it's asking for a lot, bro. I'm, I'm not saying Ooh. it's going to be easy, but they got to somehow, if, even if, okay, I'm not saying you even have to, there needs to be a plan A and a plan B in regards to fixing the quarterback situation on this team. That's yep. a must. Like you have your number one plan, whatever that is, if you're trying to trade for someone yeah. uh, or whatever, that's fine. But like, if that falls through, then you got to have a plan B. That has to be fixed. And then somewhat, Mark said it in, the, in our live stream of just like, what is the identity of this team? And I thought it was yeah, such a, 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 like a great question because, man, I, could, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell, tell you. Nothing. Couldn't tell you at all. It's not a defensive team. Um, offense. Really has no identity to it. Um, it's just that. Uh, just... It's just milk toast, bro. Just like in the middle, bro. Just it's like a malaise. And the, the thing is, though, there's some foundation pieces on the yes. team that are. That, that's the thing that, like, bro, Alante Taylor made a play in tonight's game Dude. that. Like that, just an insane fucking play for a cornerback to be covering that long, stride for stride. I get it; he's older, but that's still Deshaun Jackson. And to for him to break up that pass, like that was that was insane. Like an insane play by him. AK still AK. Pete Warner, yes, he got hurt, but Pete Warner's had an outstanding season. Like you have. Pieces. Demario is still Mar- insane. Demario, Marshawn, yes, he's hurt, but you got Marshawn was playing at a, high, a very high level for a cornerback before he got hurt. You got pieces on the team, and it's just like you just gotta like you gotta put it together, and I, and that's that's what's missing. I I've been saying it for for, for weeks, man. Like then say, said it after week two, like the whole DA thing just felt felt. Shitty, <laughs> bro. It just felt shitty. It, it just, yeah, it was. And uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, I was trying to find a tweet. Um, Jake Mood tweeted earlier. He just, it was succinct as you could say it, man. Like, I was just like straight like that, bro. He said the whole idea behind keeping Dennis Allen was predicated on the belief that the roster was good. And he'd keep the team competitive. Since he's unable to do that, he needs to go. Oh, period. Like bro. that's just like, to me, that should be put on the presentation at in Loomis's office. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, like PowerPoint, bro. Read, like him and Gail just need to read that shit. It's like tell me how that's wrong. Like, explain to me how that statement is wrong. It's like you brought him back. Because the roster was talented, mm-hmm. and 
he, because he's been a part of the winning culture, he'd be able to steer that ship and keep this team good. He hasn't. Hasn't. He hasn't. Every time, every time he he's in an interview or or just they go to the sideline, man, that man just look lost, Ryan. He looks like he's lost. 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 Um. The the crazy thing is, I know we're we're piling on DA and the piling on defense, and they deserve it. The one first of all, offense really lost this game for the team. Pete yeah. Carmichael had a, had an awful awful game, and some some of it was just they got bullied, right? They got yeah. bullied up front, and that kind of throws some shit off. But like, I don't yeah. think the play calling helped a lot. Sean Payton even talked about it on the Maiden Manicast. He's like, Ravens just always been one of those teams. They struggle with like <laughs> yeah. it's them, like, them the Niners and and for a while they're the Bears, bro. They would just yeah. they would just beat up the Saints, just beat them up, man. Just beat them up, and then you know the Saints offensively, bro. It's like you say, like we saw it, like just in the first few series, it was like this offense ain't gonna have an answer. Like it's, nope. it's just, it just won't have an answer. Like you got to nut up against the Ravens, bro. Like, That's why that 2018 game was. So big against the Ravens in Baltimore, bruh. Because it was like you could, like if you that just go back and watch that. They beat him. It's the first time Drew beat him too, and you just yeah. go back and watch that game. It was just like it was just like body, like each body. each team was throwing body blows, bro. Like so oh. physical, physical, bro. Like oh man, I'm about to get about to start talking about 2018. You can't get, get a little upset. <laughs> upset because. So many things went right that season, bro. So, oh my god. Anyway, um, so I don't think Pete Carmichael had a great game call calling the game. Um, we're talking about building foundation foundation pieces. Completely left out Chris Olave, who. Oh my god. Not not enough adjectives we could describe, but just how how good he is. But seeing Andy Dalton. Missed that th- touchdown pass, Oof. Marquez Callaway, bruh. Man, in a game like this, it I was like, yeah, all right, that's, all right, that's like, all right, like, that's just bad, bro. Bad, bad, man. Um, I mean, all the much- passes at the line. Um, it's the offense is condensed. You know, Ooh, that's a that's a great word, a great word to describe it, man. It's just condensed when he's out there because. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's the, you know, just the design of it, or it's the playmakers, you know, missing some players and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. It's just like you, you never just got the feeling like we are bringing it to the to the defense. It's like we the did, defense and, and is imposing their will on us. They were, and as much as the defense has taken dramatic steps back this season, for like for like the first. Two and a, like three and a half quarters. Like the defense was was trying, bro. They was trying oh, to hold on, yeah. hold on. Um, but you saw yeah, when, I, you had, when, the, when you saw that time possession started to get flipped. It's like okay, oh, we we know how this story goes. Yes, like, yes. we've seen this. Um, someone and we, we we've had we there are great points made all throughout the live stream. One of my friends sent me a text and people of, I think Brian said in our, in our live stream as well, is that how does a player 
or how do how how do the Ravens and how is the, does Lamar have more emotion for a fucking delay a game when a game that was pretty at that point mightily in hand than anyone else besides maybe AK on the sideline wow. had the whole game, bro. Man, that is a good point, bro. Ain't that ain't ain't that some telling shit? I mean, it's like they they just looking at the whole Ravens unit. You just looked outclassed. <laughs> It's like, yeah, just like from the coaching on down to the players, and that's I me, mean, bro. What when passion, I saw you should see all the passion, the little Marcus. Yes, and they sitting there winning, winning, bro. And we getting like beat at home, and just and we just walking out there on offense, just like la la. Mm. It, go, it, it, it goes back, it goes back to the top, bro. Like that is a hundred percent. A coaching thing. I mean, what they me. say, like every the team embodies the head coach the mentality of the head coach, hundred percent. And we've seen that, like when Sean Payton was 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 on them Zans, and man, it, this team was crazy. You know, <laughs> just confident, arrogant, played played with that edge, knew they was the shit. Like I'm not, and this, keep. I'm not saying. I'm not saying bring Sean back. I know people. Some people are like, "Man, don't don't bring him back." Like we, I want a clean, a clean slate. Man, Sean Payton want to come back for twenty five, thirty million. Man, you bring oh, Sean back, bro. Bring Sean back. I'm just right saying, now. he still say we when he talk about the Saints. Although he said he was, he said that shit about, oh, well, you know, Lamar gonna be a free agent. I might Bruh, be a free agent at the same time. That's the shit that make me want to just smack the shit out of him. Shit out, man. That's I know Connor Payton listened to our podcast. Man, we were trying to get Connor Payton on, bro, but he probably heard us talking about his dad like this. He said, "Man, I can't go on this show." I'm sorry, Connor. That's true. <laughs> can't go chop it up with these dudes. And they got out here talking about my dad. <laughs> man, <laughs> you know you want to do it too. <laughs> oh, bro, bro. That's why I wanted to talk to Connor, bro, because I'm sure he has some stories of being fucking Sean Payton's son, bro. <laughs> what are you doing, Dad? <laughs> A tight end reverse? The <laughs> um, you, you said it perfectly. Is and again, I saw on the on the timeline. I saw like that hope, and I was like, like I thought all week, man. This. This is like going. This is going up a weight class, bro. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just kept saying, like, like kind of Ravens. Like, even when when they're not winning, this like you make the good this year. But even like last year, when their record on is good, like man, they they are this a top echelon team. Like, you know what I'm team, saying? Like, and they and they have been ran that way for fifteen. Bro, the when I saw the fucking stat. that fucking John Harbaugh has been the head coach of the Ravens for fifteen years, I said, man, what? Yeah. Shit. Fifteen years, bro. Um. Wh- how many? How many wins does this? Does does how many wins does this team Ooh, look, bro? What, what the schedule look like, bro? They got the Steelers next week, and I and I said we want to be wants to be some shit, bro. Got like Kenny Pickett been playing shit all fucking season. Like get his get right game. <laughs> man, if he go out there and fucking put it. On DA's defense, bro. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, you got the Steelers. 
Uh, in in Pittsburgh, you got the Rams at home, 49ers in Ooh. San Fran, Bucks in Tampa. Jesus. Home game against the Falcons, Cleveland in Cleveland, Eagles in Philly, and then to close out the season, Panthers at home Ooh. in New Orleans. Man. Man, like, I, I could confidently maybe say they beat the Panthers. Can you? <laughs> well, I guess at that point they'd be trying to. Bro, like that's it's the only calls. game I could be like, oh, they could, they could, they could probably beat them. But like any other, any other ones I just named, the. Yeah, hmm, hmm. yeah I, I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man, it, it six wins, bro. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think six is the best best case scenario, bro. I I I, I would say I'm going five. I think they'll win five. They win five. I think they'll win five games. Da gotta go, right? I mean, he gotta go, bro. He he gotta go, man. <laughs> but I, I don't want to put this out there, bro. I want to put it out and there. It's not like he's a first time head coach. Like we've seen, he's he's been terrible coach before. Give him the pass. Proof is in the pudding. Listen, if if and I'm not saying that they're going to do this, but the same kind of conversation that we're having about Da, I know Mark Davis is having about Josh McDaniels right oh, now. Oh yeah, no question. And if Mark Davis decides to fire Josh McDaniels after one season, and if the Saints bring Da back, now nah, we we got. I don't know if it's a petition. I don't know if we got to do a, like a like a million man march on airline, bro. We got. Mm-mm. <laughs> And it got Frank Reich out there. I don't know what's going on in Indianapolis. You know, man, that's that's the old. I mean, you you, you know what it is, right? You know, it's it's the loophole to the Rooney Rule. <laughs> it is like you you can pick who you want to be as your head coach. And not have to and not have to comply with the Rooney Rule when you're when you're naming someone interim, bro. Yeah, that's true. Because then, because then, all you have to do is just take the interim tag off of him, and he just becomes the head coach. Not just to me, just getting rid of Frank Wright. I just thought that was. Interesting. But I understand. I, I, I get it. I I tweeted it because I saw so many people were like, "Oh, the, the Colts are doing Frank Wright." 
Man, he was in. He was. He had his hand in picking Carson Wentz and giving up a first for Carson Wentz. And then that didn't work. And I, I remember when that trade didn't work, or when the Carson Wentz trade didn't work. And I remember Shane Shane P. Hallam on draft countdown was trying to praise the Colts for like not doing the sucking fallacy costs. And I was like, like you can praise them to an extent, but they still gave up a first round pick for Carson yeah. Wentz. Like, like, but he was, it was just like, oh, they're, they're just, you know, Chris Ballard, like the love of fest for the Colts these last couple of years. Just, oh, the Chris oh, Ballard is just Chris Ballard. And like me and Shane got like, not got into it, but I was like, bro, they, they traded a first for fucking Carson Wentz. Like that's bad business. Like period. And like, you know what? I mean, we are the Colts now. Like, when you don't have a quarterback, you just see where, like, it's just you're desperate, bro. I, I think you're throwing flowers at anything, man. I don't think the Colts is an accurate description. I would say, and it, keep in mind, it hasn't worked out for them. But I think we're at, they're probably more closer to like the Broncos of how they were. Oh, no question. Like, because I think the Saints have more talent, talent. on the team than the yeah. Colts. But they're still stuck in this malaise where, and listen, man, we saw the Broncos do it, and I was wrong. Like Russ is cooked. Russ is done. Russ is ungood. And that's man. That's oof. like to give up not only the, the picks but the money. The money. And the he, money he, is the killer. The money's the killer because he is like you're you you fucked. Like the picks, and they even kind of like. Made up for that, made up for it, but at least they got a first round back for Bradley Chubb. Yeah, for Chubb, yeah. But like that contract, though, bro, that's that's that is nasty work. Like you stuck. So that's that's where the kind of like man, and it's the hardest thing to do in football. It's the hardest thing to do is pick is is getting the coach right and getting the quarterback right. Um, and here I was last night. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bringing it back to this. I'm not, I'm not. Cause it's funny. Cause I had to, I had to tweet our, our what if saints dynasty episode. Cause Rob had, Rob had tweeted how, yeah. how poetic is it that the player that the saints traded up for in the draft, like can't like misses whiffs on a tackle on the player that they, that they passed. Like yeah. it's, it's poetic, bro. And it's I poetic. quote tweeted it and, and I put our, our episode we did in 2021 about the saints dynasty that, that, that wasn't so just watching Sunday night football last night, man. It was so funny. Cause like the Titans was doing everything that the Ravens was doing to the saints in this game, bro. Yeah. Physical, just bullying them, bro. Just winning the line of scrimmage, just taking everything away. And at, at some point in the game, 15 said, we ain't losing today. Ain't losing, bro. <laughs> like if the throwing's not working, well, when I can escape the pocket and go out to the right and just scramble like this, like he threw the ball like 60, 68 times last night, bro. Times, bro. But like when the lights were shining and he and the team needed to win or they needed him, he put the cape on, and that's yeah, that's that's what he's done his whole career, man. So finding the guy is hard, Ooh. and you have to have conviction. With the it can't be it can't it can't be you you can't be milk toast and that's why I get the Broncos made they fucked it up but yeah. like I appreciate like the gusto because like you have to go for it man you, yeah, you do you do 
I mean, look at what happened with us with Drew Brees. Like that was pure luck, bro. Luck. Pure luck. You get a. Dude I wanted Matt Liner, Ryan. I wanted Matt Liner. Man, Liner. Man, I was like, man, can we get Vince Young up in there? You know what I'm saying? It was like, and to get a dude coming off an injury who before that was, you know, pretty much a, like an Andy Dog type quarterback. He was a fine game managing quarterback, you know, coming off a, a, a terrible injury. And for like him to, for that to happen was just like, like it just, it just, it Lucky, just bro. never happened again. It'll never happen never. again. Ever. You, so you it, won't see it. You won't see it. So they just got to figure out how to, okay, you're not going to find another Drew Brees. You're probably not going to find another top five, top three quarterback that's going to the Hall of Fame. But can you find a Matt Stafford? Uh, Man, even Matt Stafford was drafted first overall. I know, that's the thing. And, and how, much, how much was it to trade for him? They gave up, what, two firsts? Shit, was it? Did they give up? Or was, or was it a first and a second? I can't remember. It was like a first and a second. Okay. Do you? And I'm not saying Matt Stafford is like. I'm not saying he's like great or like the best or anything, but oh. like I, I still remember the, that debate on fucking Twitter that people were like, "Don't trade the first for Matt Stafford." Like we got Jameis. I was like, "Are y'all smoking crack? Are y'all right. just dope? Just dope, bro?" Like we did a whole podcast episode on it. Oh man, I remember that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here's here's my question to you. Um, I I, I do want to I want to do I want to do two things real quick. Want to give some love to Peyton Turner. Yeah. He actually had a pretty decent game today, not man. He had yeah. a pretty decent game tonight. Two um, weeks in a row. Yes. Um, also, uh, like if you if you watched the game when Davenport went out the game. So the Ravens was just kind of crashing their runs to the left side when Davenport was in the game, Brand Just kept crashing them. He couldn't, he was, he, he couldn't, he wasn't containing the edge. Like that's why so many of those runs went out. It's like, man, like that was like your one saving grace was just being right. a, a good run stopper. If you weren't rushing the passer, now you can't right. fucking just stop the run. So they put Zach Bond, bruh. Zach Bond out, went out there and did a better job holding up. Send the edge on the left side. Then Ain't, that something. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some Ain't shit? That something. Um, we're not gonna keep this as a long episode. We know we want to relive all of it. Um, gonna be a long season, guys. <laughs> like there's still like what eight yeah. days left. Some shit, bro. Yeah, just, it's gonna be a long one, man. I'm a, I'm upset for the city. I'm upset for like. The fans and because someone said it perfectly, man. If you're gonna be bad, can you just be like entertaining and bad? But like, right. like seeing seeing this like continually, it's just like, ugh, ugh. It's just um, I hate that feeling though when, especially on offense, when like the score was like what seventeen to three, but it felt like thirty eight to. And yes. I hate that feeling offensively when it's like, damn, man, like, can we score, like, a touchdown? Like, I hate that feeling, bro. Like, especially coming from a team that had so much offense for years, you know, I just uh, I, I just hate that shit. Like, I hate that feeling as a fan. I feel like you can't put up points. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's as, as a 
fan, it's a, it's a shitty feeling to fucking have, man. Because it's like, it just feels helpless. Yeah. Because at no, at no like, point do you... Because it's like, no defense, point, okay, defense gets three and out. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, now what? You know what I'm now saying? what? <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you? And I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it. And you might not have you might not have an answer for it. How 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 would you address the quarterback situation and the head coaching situation for this team? Man, that's gonna be a big podcast. <laughs> podcast coming, you know. We gonna have time for that, bro, because that's gonna be some big thing. Like that's gonna be like a big project. Especially depends on what this team does. But I just say, like, man, the Saints really need to, like, right now, be doing homework on head coaches, on Please. head coaches, doing homework. Who's out there? I mean, think outside the box, man. But. Not too far outside the box to where you know you just you know doing something goofy like Jeff Saturday or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to give I want I want to give credit to a team that I I I, I kind of shit on. Well, I, I can still shit on from the off from their off season that they had because they traded for child abuser. Didn't like Mike McDaniel's as a head coach, bro. Didn't think yeah. it would work out. And I, honestly. I watched I watched a, quite a bit of the Dolphins game yesterday against the Bears. Um I watched Miami here and there, like off off and on. Man, sometimes he be calling some better play calls than Kyle Shanahan, bro. Cooking. I mean, they Cooking. always say he was like the secret sauce. To Kyle Shanahan. I mean Cooking, bro. And it, bro, every, every time every time he goes, he they show up on the sideline, bro. I always yell out, look at my black head coach. My black head coach. <laughs> Every time, bro. Every fucking time. You know what? I, one thing I like about him is he's very self-aware, bro. He knows he's awkward. He knows nobody would have probably viewed him as a head a leader of men and all that stuff. Um, I didn't, bro. I, I, I didn't. Yeah. And I remember, like, me and Greg was, Greg was like, Greg was like, like, me and Greg got, not got into it, but we had, like, a good discussion. Listen, was wrong, wrong. I'm saying this to say, like you said, who 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 is the next Mike McDaniel's? Yeah, I don't know. We, I, I, like, I don't. You know, I we didn't know. know Sean Payton would be Sean Payton. You don't correct, know. right? But I, they got to do their homework. Like that's their job. Like I can't do the job. No, nope. that's their oh, I'm job. Not, not not touching it, bro. <laughs> they got to figure that shit out. Um, I would like an offensive head coach. Yes, yes. Um, just because the game today is an offensive-driven game, and I just think offensive coaches in general um, are just a little bit more progressive in their thinking. Um, but you know, but you just you know, but I honestly, beyond that, you also want somebody who can like understand a team and build a team, yes, and yes. run a team. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a lot of work though, and. Man, that's what they need to be doing. Like they need to be under gun covering every rock and cranny. I don't care who it is, old coaches, young coaches, up and coming, whatever. They need to be studying that now. And obviously doing the homework on quarterbacks. Who who 
can you get and you need to come up with a priority list from top to bottom um how you can improve your quarterback position i don't know what the davis wills is i'm just saying like those are the type of options you're going to be sitting with like you, there you are going what? to be great options there you, aren't you know be any great options can't believe i'm about to say this bro can't believe i'm about to fucking say this on this podcast this is how you know how 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 dire shit is. Where where would this team be if Jimmy G was the quarterback right now, <laughs> Like 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 Jimmy G we've seen this season, like a healthy Jimmy G. You know who's going to be fascinating? Talk to like, Gino? what does Geno Smith market look like? That's going to be some fascinating shit. I had this conversation with a friend a couple of weeks ago. I think I think he gets like a like a Jameis type of contract, bro. You think so? I think so. From from the Seahawks? Yes. Yes. I think he gets like a Jameis type of contract where it's like we'll pay you kind of like placeholder quarterback cuz see I mean Gino can't go in and like demand like a Russell con- like a Russell Wilson contract or no. like that. So I think that's kind of like the happy medium for both sides. Like Gino's getting his his money, and he's getting quote unquote starter back quarterback money, and then also the Seahawks are protecting themselves just in case this is like just a one year fluke, right? Um, but to t- to your point though, like something like I want I want to see them do something like you said, identify a quarterback, identify. Um, a head coach. I can't believe I I, can't, I said it, bro. Like, like, like Jimmy G would be okay. And I, I'm not. And that that just feels like a retread, right? Because that just feels like just going back. You're not fine. Like, what would it take? Well, shit, they you they just beat your ass. Well, how about you call Baltimore and see what they would give up? What well, what they would want for 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 Huntley? Yeah. Huh? Like that. That's like the other kind of box thinking. Like you that they got to do. Um. The one player that I thought they had a chance at maybe, maybe getting in the offseason if things went to the shit, to shit, was maybe they could pry Justin Fields out of Chicago. Yeah, cause, yeah. Cause, but nah, man. He, no, 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 no. The game he played against the Dolphins on Sunday, bro. That was some, like, I know they didn't win, bro, but that was some special. Special shit. Like he's one of the best re- running, rushing quarterbacks I have seen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like the Miami defense had no answers for him. None. Anything they tried to do, it it didn't work. Um, so so okay, you, you know we're looking at veterans, but then you got to go to the, you know what what college is putting out. I, I mean, I haven't done any work. Whatsoever on that, um, then we don't have picks, but we could potentially have picks with the champagne trade and all that stuff. Um, so that's also going to have to be a lot of work done. You know, I don't know if they have it in them to even draft a rookie quarterback, but I, obviously, if, if a new head coach comes in, like that's going to be his purview. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going right. to have to make that decision. Um, you know, does does he want to go that route or does he want to go the veteran route? You know. Because if that's the case, you get a rookie, and you maybe I don't know, you bring back Dalton or you bring back Jameis or whoever. 
you know, and then eventually, <laughs> I feel like just Groundhog Day, bro. <laughs> Groundhog Day, bro. But you got your rookie, and then your rookie get in there, you know, and then it, it, starting over. But then you got this roster, and it's like, ah, fuck. Damn. It's just it's a it's a it's a really shitty like kind of in between, right? It's Where so you in have between because the roster is good, not great. I don't I, like they're good, maybe not they're Super Bowl good, but like could they could you they be a quickly turn it around like a good quarterback? Oh, oh my god, real quick, quick. real quick. Like if you took, you get, if you took um, try to think. Shit, you just said it. Kirk Cousins. Like if you took Kirk Cousins and just flopped him on the roster. Playoff team. And Kirk Cousins ain't showing Payton. Man. That's a playoff team, bro. They can get to the divisional round, bro. (laughs) Anyway, it's it's fun it's fun to talk about, but it all goes back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast is what what the decision they make on DA. That, that's, that's it. Because anything other than that kind of really doesn't matter. Because if they choose to bring DA back, <sighs> pain, bruh. And I, I put it on our, on our Instagram. Like, we had no idea when Jameis gave that interview after, in the week one, bruh. It was going to be the model for, for the rest of the season, season, bro. season bro. <laughs> Just, Pain everywhere. Pain. Paid everywhere. <laughs> Just pay. Paid everywhere. Um, anyway, truly thank all of y'all for still sticking with us and, and listening and supporting us. I know we know our listeners ship drops when the Saints lose. Um, we get it, we did we did get a good bump after the Raiders win, which was good. Um but we, I mean, we we get it, right? Because we used to be those fans that didn't listen to fucking podcasts after the Saints lost. Um, so we understand it. But for those who continue to listen, continue to download, continue to support us, thank y'all so much for y- those you. who continue to be Patreons, even though the Saints aren't good, and and just being part of the community. Like truly, 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 thank y'all. Because like this is this is the easy this is the the easy time where you could be like, man. I ain't giving no one my money about, about for the Saints. I ain't listening to nothing. But yet, we still get about a good, like, 15, sometimes 1,600 listens, which is impressive, um, even when the team isn't doing well. Uh, but just know when you listen to us, as always, you, you're going to get it real, man. We don't have to sugarcoat shit. Just give it to you real because that's as fans – that's what I would want. I mean, I'm a fan, so I want to hear real shit. Like, don't sugarcoat it for me. Like, tell me what, tell me what the real deal is. Tell me what the real shit is. And so that's what you're gonna get with us always is is just the real shit of it all. Um, so thank y'all. We will be back on fuck. I guess Wednesday to do um the Steelers preview pod, and it's gonna be a short week. They played on Monday night, and they got to get ready and turn around and go to Pittsburgh on Sunday and get ready for for the Steelers, man. Um, I can, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say it right now. TJ Watts probably going to play miraculously somehow. And he's going to go against Ram check and it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long game, bro. Just, is is TJ Watt going to play? I, I I just, you, you know how players get before they, I, just, I feel it, bro. I just feel it in my bones. 
Like, you get that, you see that Adam Schefter tweet this week saying the Steelers have opened up the the return window on TJ Watt. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Say it, bro. Anyway, we will talk about the Steelers game Wednesday night. Thank y'all for the support. We appreciate y'all so much. With that, we're out. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.